Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Art, and with me today is just a real big furry dude who, you know, just really wants to take care of children. Rick. I'm furry. Furry dude. Furry dude. I, I want to take care of one child. I really don't like a lot of children, but I'm still stuck on the furry dude. Just 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 because I got the just because I got the, the 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 beard it's it's scraggly beard now but i've been working on it the entire time of this uh the, this this pandemic thing and it is what it is i'll accept it but children yeah i've got one child and I, that that's that's all the children or child children i want to take care of it, it's Hi, okay it's okay you're you're really it, you're really going to enslave them because apparently children are the best workforce for some reason I don't know. I've eh? I've heard a song uh, saying that they are our future. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're they're our future workforce. Obviously, I obviously okay. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get into. Hmm, I I I was about to think about how I feel like <laughs> Christian work ethic and like the lack uh-huh. of birth control and things actually just deploy for like younger people to actually have more children. So the we are we are, rich people we are already have, off topic. Whatever. We are already off topic before I, we have even started. I have it. a conspiracy theory. I have a conspiracy theory, but really, uh, you? And it's not a conspiracy <laughs> theory. Um, but no, we're talking about Zemnu the Titan. Zemnu the Titan. Yeah. Is this is this the big white thing? Uh, that yeah, goes that on tries TV? to slave children. Yeah, yeah, just just yeah. He, yeah isn't yeah, this the, isn't this the, isn't this the first Hulk? Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, and, and exactly. He, he, yeah, he's he's all white and stuff. Yeah, yeah, this is the first Hulk. Man, I'll tell you what, I I can I can reach. No, it's upstairs. I am reading right now Immortal Hulk that finished with issue number fifty. But I've been waiting and getting them in the hardcovers because they're really good. And I am on the fourth or fifth one. And maybe it is this one down here. Anyways, the most recent one I read has him back in it. They brought him back, and he is even more terrifying than he was before. But yeah, I know about this guy. He's an old Hulk villain. He's actually a very old character. He actually came from Tales to Astonish. He was actually, or something like that. He was actually brought into the Marvel Universe, I think, from my memory. Um, he was brought into the Marvel Universe because he was an old monster that was created prior to the start of the Marvel Universe. But he was the first one who was called the Hulk. So yeah, there's 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 some fun stuff going on with this. Um, yeah. But his name is Zimnu. He just he just likes honorifics. Um, yeah. Uh, he, he's a would be conqueror, former ruler of his native planet, and former former mayor, former television star, now teddy bear. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a great out. line of, uh, you can go, yeah, yeah, like, you know, like, I like, like, being a ruler, and then becoming a mayor, and then being like, okay, I got some, just a TV star, and then being a teddy bear, it's just a really great line of, of, of uh, occupations you can do. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I, I, I agree, I agree. It, it is, it is something you can do, it's something you can be. No legal status on Earth, currently property of Enilwin. Mm-hmm. Uh, who we will talk about later because they own him as a teddy bear, which ha- actually stayed for a long time 
that was a really long uh long continuity thing if i'm remembering correctly um his pl- he was born on an unidentified planet in another solar system he's single um no known relatives um and first oh, showed why? up in he could he could he could get somebody like no trouble man no trouble at all i mean just look at those yeah. eyes i know <laughs> they're just they're just so non-threatening Oh, um, by the way, if you want to see who we're talking about, you can always go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. Um, he does very much look like a teddy bear um, yeah, yeah. looking thing. But I sent you a I sent you the link to uh, for the first appearance cover. And there is Cover Peace to- Theater. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cover Peace Theater. <laughs> so, uh this is called The Coming of the Hulk, uh, and it was Journey into Mystery, issue number 62, in November 1990, sorry, 1960, um, and this was a couple of years before it turned into Marvel. Like, this yeah. is a couple of years before the Marvel age. Um, yeah. But uh, but the Hulk is not the Hulk you think of. Well, we already said it. he's the original Hulk. But, um, but to set the scene on the cover... Uh, we have a you know a big old brown furry thing hooked up to a machine, and you see they're in an underground area and uh, probably a castle. It looks like they have like a little suit of armor, and uh, you have some people like all scared. And uh, there's this uh, nerd who probably created it because um because they say what, what do they say on the they cover? say I've done it I've created a living Hulk <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could tell he created it, yeah, uh, yeah. Unless he's lying, which would be not actually uncommon mm-hmm. uh, for combo covers to do. But you know, yeah, it's a little too direct. But yeah, yeah. it's no. a fairly, I think, conventional cover. Um, and this would be a little bit before it was taboo for them to have like just monster stories because for a long time, and this would have been during timely. I think it would have been timely, right? I think so. Yeah. When it was timely, yeah. Um, I don't see who it says it belongs to. So who this is? Uh, yeah, I'll have to take a look at comp- that too here. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's timely because I'm pretty sure Atlas. timely did the monster comics. Atlas. Atlas. Oh, Atlas. Okay. Oh, that was even shorter time. Oh yeah. So um, and it wasn't. But yeah, eighty third issue and Thor. The Thor even appeared in the comics. Yeah. So um. Uh, this also had five stories, so the first one would have been Coming of the Hulks, and then Slaves of the Hulk, mm-hmm. and then Strange Mission. There is a brain behind the fangs, which is true a majority of the time, actually. Yeah. Um, and I can't escape from the creeping things. And that's <laughs> not, like, the thing. It's it's probably things, as in, I don't know. Well, talk, talking about this cover art, this is Steve Ditko cover art, and which is... I mean, yeah, it's good. It's really good. Yeah. Um, you know, I I want to I want to tell the one joke thing. Uh, because you know the I'm sorry, I, apolo- escape, I apologize. Like, finally, it was, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. It was Jack Kirby that was cover penciler. Steve Ditko was the cover inker. But still, oh, yeah, Kirby Ditko. It's good. It's a pretty it's good, good one. No, um, but the the. The joke that I saw, because like the Ditko estate's actually going to be getting some like real, actually getting royalties off of like Spider Man stuff now. But uh-huh. I feel like Ditko like would be very against it because they didn't make Spider Man themselves. Get it? He's an objectivist. He yeah. he hated when people got handouts. 
from stuff they didn't make. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't as well be like, don't let my family get a single cent. They could make their own Spider-Man if they wanted to. Everybody can make a Spider-Man. Um, Everybody can make it. Now, this is, this is actually some millions good stuff. of them. No, this, this is, is really good, good stuff. stuff. Ditko, yeah. Ditko, when he cared, was like amazing. Um, Ditko, when he doesn't care, you can look at his later stuff in Marvel. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I, actually, some of his stuff as, when he was working for DC. As far as monsters go, though, as far as this creature. Oh, monsters. No, this, he was. Yeah. As far as this creature goes and, and what he has, and the fact that they pulled him in from this early on. It's a fun concept, and it's something that they've used to varying degrees of success, but I just, like I said, because I've kind of crumb-crossed him recently in The Immortal Hulk, you see how good of a plot device this character is, and what you can possibly yes. do with him. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, let's talk about him, uh, because he doesn't actually have a lot um, of comic appearances, but he always makes a really big, uh, really big deal when he does. Um, so this alien being called Zim Zimmu. I always want to say Zinu, and that's not it. Zimnu. Uh Zimnu uh was a ruler of a native planet and is known to have traveled widely across the Milky Way galaxy and successfully battled many opponents before he came to Earth. It was when he first arrived on Earth that he he was he was of colossal size. Size uh, well, but colossal size, many times larger than any other human being, due to his gigantic size. Earthmen referred to him as the Hulk. At the time, Bruce Banner wasn't the Hulk. Um, uh, Zimnu, Zimnu uh, placed and the entire population of Earth under his hypnotic control in order to force them to construct an immense starship to enable him to return back to his home world. However, Earth itself would be destroyed when Zimnu launched a ship. So using a simple mirror, one Earthman succeeded in reflecting Zimnu's hypnotic power back upon himself, causing Zimnu to be trapped in a gaseous form. Uh, I wish they gave us a little bit more explanation um, on that. Um, Upon Zimnu's uh, defeat, the hypnotic control over the people of Earth were broken, and then the world population held no memory of Zimnu or what he has done to them. So. Technically, he's also within continuity. Also, he was technically the first Hulk as yes. well, yes, like within much continuity. So, so yeah. it's uh, you know, it's cool. Uh, which gives I, him I'm some glad more that reason, they kept that. Yeah, which gives him some more reason to battle the Hulk. You know, having each other's names. Yeah, he's, um, a, he's a big Hulk villain. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, um. Yeah. So his gaseous form. Sorry. No, no, go on. Yeah, his gaseous form was like curled in outer space. Uh, by the pe- pressures of Earth atmosphere, I I was liking when Earth's people talk pretty, about gas. I, I feel like Earth's pretty good at keeping in gases. And I, like that's the whole yeah. reason we have so much global warming going on. Well, you see, he's kind of a green monster, except he's white. Yeah, yeah, I guess. You see what I did there? See what I did there? That was yeah, pretty funny. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah, pointing it's, out it's the great. jokes that I make. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's real good. <laughs> I heard that that makes them funnier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and um, thanks for having me on your show, yeah, so, there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so apparently he entered and exited hyperspace through space warps, enabling him to go back to his native solar planet with like a fairly short time. But then, like when he was when he got back, like he was just, he was like, "Oh no, everything was destroyed by plague." 
Uh, I wonder mm-hmm. how that feels like. I wonder if a plague destroying a lot of people is a thing we can relate to. Yeah. You know, in our yeah. homes. Good timing. Good timing. Uh, overwhelmed by loneliness, uh, Zimnu turned back to Earth. I mean, that's yeah. a mistake, honestly. Um, well, on Earth, there's all these taste. There's Holla. all these tasty minds that he can he can feast on in Earth. I mean, he could go over to Hala. I mean, that place uh, or Xandar. Yeah, but, or... but but Earth's got all the kids. You know, it's all about the kids. You know. I mean, I mean, what if he takes over the mind of a brood queen? I mean, that sounds like it'd be a fun adventure. Oh my god, that would be a fun adventure. Oh my god. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. That would be so. Ooh. Okay. Cool. I don't know. Just don't imagine know. multi-episode arc where <laughs> I don't know, but who who are you rooting for on that bone? Because I don't know if I'd be rooting for Zemnu. I don't know if I'd be rooting for the brood. I, I don't know. Like mm. uh, Well, I'm rooting for whoever has to defeat them, but it's going to be a six issue arc though. I already at I'm least, already building in I my hope. head. And we realize that it's Zemnu at the end and they have to and like he's been massive. Whatever. I, you know, it's just, just let me build my own Guardians of the Galaxy team already. <laughs> and it does involve a uh, future, a uh, future, uh, Franklin, uh, Franklin Reed, who was depowered, but like, it's still very powerful. I'm, I'm just saying it's, uh, my idea is very good and someone should take it. I'm, um, I am not gonna, I'm not gonna squelch your idea. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like arriving in the vicinity of Earth, like he came across um, manned space capsule uh, Castor and Pollux one, and then orbiting the planet with a group of two astronauts uh, Kyle oh, I almost said Kyle Richman oh, I about made this astronaut an <laughs> asshole um, okay, uh, Colonel Richman Wagner, who walked outside of the capsule, who was doing spacewalk, and then, you know Colonel Kyle Beam like, remained inside, and Xenia was just like yo, I'm gonna use your body Hey, astronaut, I'm going to be in your body now. <laughs> Can I borrow your Smell body, this. please? <laughs> yeah. Um, upon returning to Earth, uh, Wagner and Beam resigned from the uh, U.S. space program and from the materi- military. And we don't know if Beam was under Zemu's mental control um, at that time. Uh, soon afterwards, uh, Wagner and Beam became stars of the new children's program the astronauts oh i now see what he, happened there yeah yeah this was the reason i'm pretty sure this is the reason why we have the defenders um had the defenders yeah that's right that's beginning. right it was uh first uh one of the early defenders fights too yeah yeah uh Zimnu could transform at will to a smaller duplicate of his original form and then back again and his uh and his new body was much closer to the size of like a human being but still, like, taller and hundreds of times stronger and far mm-hmm. more massive. So some would say not the size of a human. But size of a Hulk? I would say the size of a Hulk. You know? <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe that. Because I said someone would describe that as, I don't know, someone bigger than a human. Yeah. 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 But, but yeah, uh, he appeared on the uh, television program in his alien form, calling himself Zim Nu. Of the magic planet, and people assumed it was like was Zemnu was actually Wagner wearing like a very convincing costume. Sure, which sure, sure. Um, <laughs> television program was like real popular with children of America, and he used as a mean like projecting his hypnotic control in the minds of all those children watching the show. And each week, Zemnu told his audience that poor old lonely Zemnu wanted yep. take take them back. 
with him to the magic planet. That's how he Finally, gets his Zim food. Nude. Except, well, I don't think he eats them. I think he just wants a slave slave race of children. Yeah, which is don't we still all? The worst. Like, I mean, we're not in the 1800s anymore. I mean, we we have we have perfectly fine exploitable adults now. Well, it, it's also you but, know controlling them through the TV, which is a plot that uh, Batman and was it Batman and Robin used controlling so. people through the TV. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, finally, Zimnu appeared on a live telecast from Cape Canaveral in a Florida site of the upcoming launch of the manned spacecraft. Zimnu bade his uh, viewers to join him on his journey back to the magic planet. Throughout the United States, hypnotized children began marching towards the Cape. Zimnu realized the vast majority would never get there in time, but intended that like enough would arrive so he could transport them to his home planet. Which uh, apparently, like he had a means of conveying like the spacecraft, converting the spacecraft about to be launched into one that could hold all the children who arrived and also travel through hyperspace to his home world. Uh, you know, I'm I'm just gonna give it to him on that. I'm not even gonna ask how. <laughs> I'm just not even gonna ask. I feel like well, he I mean he was he was a gas cloud that managed to get go hyperspace and stuff. So yeah, 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 yeah. You know, maybe just maybe just, that's just a thing he can do. Well, uh, Zim new intended to use. So. No, no, I was just gonna say he, he can do a lot of stuff. He's a magic space alien who can control people with his with his mind and his eyes. Let's give him yeah. the benefit of the doubt on some things, okay? Well, yeah, sure. I mean, there's there's like one of Doctor Strange's apprentices turned into a spaceship, apparently. So, I mean, I guess he can do it. Also, Warlock, and not Adam Warlock, but Warlock. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Cipher's boyfriend. So, so so this so this so this guy so this alien Zemnu I mean he's bad news right that's what we're getting yeah yeah at pretty here. bad news enough enough that we enough that uh, in order to defeat him you would need uh, Doctor Strange the Hulk and the Submariner and all of them got together and just like yo we're gonna beat you up um like they they he did pretty good he did pretty good against them but it turns out it's he just rank into nothingness because he got got his ass beat that hard. Well, yeah, um, and yeah, that's, yeah, of course. I mean, he's a good bad guy. He's a good heel because he always gets beat up, but he is dangerous enough that they got to bring out the big guns to see him. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Um. So his like, but like he shrunk down into nothingness. But it turns out his mental essence actually abandoned his physical body, and it like, and his consciousness kind of just drifted through Miami, and he took mental possessions of Amos Moses and I did not say all of his identities um <laughs> his alternate identities but that's the last one we already said the Hulk Zim knew mm. and then it, yeah whatever um oh I skipped over a sentence yeah he was gonna take those children and turn them into creatures like himself and repopulate his planet with them so so yeah he's he's evil he's bad he's, he's bad yeah I skipped over that part um Maybe for a reason, I don't know. Uh, so as so he basically took over the body of the mayor, who is the Amos Moses, um, and it's just a really isolated village of Pluckettville. Uh, and he, as Moses, he went to uh, to the population and placed the entire population of Pluckettville under his mental control, 
and forced him them to build a spaceship according to his instructions, which he intended to take uh, the people of uh, Pluckettville to his home world and repopulate it. But somehow, while he was in Pluckettville, his psionic powers increase, enabling him to telekinetically like move things and animate inanimate objects. So he is now a puppet master in multiple ways. Ooh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. So he's um, so so this guy's been used for some good old fashioned stories to be one of the early mean guys or early bad guys for uh, the defenders and then used for a bit of comedy relief, right? So, yeah, he got beat like he showed up a couple of times in the defenders. Um, pretty much like he's like the one that he they fight apparently whenever they get like a new major teammate. So whenever Brunhild or Valkyrie, who at that time was in the body of Barbara Norris, um, uh, was over there, they also fought, uh, fought Zemnu. Um, also, like months later, though, um, well, wow, my brain just went. And months later, Zemnu well, like wanted to defeat the Hulk again using uh, by using like his science to make duplicates of the following of the following monsters. And I will go to that one because these are all monsters that you will see at least make cameos whenever they fight giant monsters. Uh, the Blip, Diablo, from the Fifth Dimension, Goom, Groot, that was before he became a Guardians of the Galaxy thing, monster from Planet X, because Groot was actually one of the older Marvel characters. Um, and uh, Taboo, and then like he had all these duplicates like Battle Hulk and then Hulk. Uh, he smashed. Yeah, Hulk smashes. Hulk smashes good. Yeah, Hulk smashes. And but like all these duplicates like took energy away from him, weakening him. But like Zebnu like finally confronted the Hulk. But the Hulk like fought him real good. Mm-hmm. And uh, they finally like started bad. Uh, they finally, as they battle on top of a dam, uh, one of Zebnu's blasts of psionic force like cracked the dam open, and Zebnu was just kind of like you know flushed away. Because that's what happens when that's what happens on top of a giant dam. Yeah. So, uh, so Zemnu well decided to go back to an old friend, Amos Moses, and he became a secret advisor to a television producer, Ted Silverberg. Okay. And uh, as Moses, he created the concept of a number number of successful television series Silverberg produces, including Monster Man, a series starring Simon Williams. Yep. A.K.A. Wonder Man. Uh, Zemnu also uh, had each of Silverberg's series be uh, filmed or videotaped with special cameras of his design and treated the, video, uh, treated the film or videotape in a manner so anyone watching it, even over television broadcast, would fall under Zemnu's hypnotic influence. And then the thing discovered Zemnu's, you know, whole scheme, and uh, Zemnu mentally controlled Wonder Man to fight uh, Ben Grimm, but then Zemnu himself in alien form battle the thing. But when too many people at uh, the Queen's uh, New York studio where the Monster Man was being produced saw Zemnu in his true form fighting Ben Grimm, uh, Zemnu decided that he needed to abandon his scheme, and then he went off into space. All right. And then subsequently, Silver, then, then, like, Silverberg cashed out on this idea and made a television series based off of his experience called Zemnu the Titan, which is, you know, you know I guess get way, your any money. Way you can, 
yeah, any way you can possibly make money, just do it. Do it. Get the cash and run. Yeah, get the cash and run, I guess. Yeah. Um. Then he... Oh, they mention US-1. Oh, I'm so glad. Okay. Years later... <laughs> years later, Zemnu captured... Zemnu then captured Ulysses Solomon, uh, archer, driver of the vehicle uh, nicknamed US-1, and his pregnant wife, Mary McGrill Archer. Both of them, like, traveled in outer space. By the way, uh, US-1 is one of, I think, two or three uh, trucker-themed superheroes? Yeah, that's from right. From the 70s. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but basically, they travel in outer space with some of their friends. They also have, like, a like a little, like, truck stop in outer space. It's cute. Um, but Zemnu decided that his planes, like, failed in the past because he, like, wanted to transfer children who was already born into members of his race. So now he's just like, yo, I'm just going to take this this fetus and make it into me. But then, like, Zemnu was opposed by Jennifer Walters or the She-Hulk, uh, who traveled into space with uh, the cross-stream crime fighter Razorback. Again, I love the uh, Man, I love him. He, he's hitting all my Peter favorite David characters. She-Hulk stuff, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Tara Connor. By the way, Razorback, some mutant powers. He can drive anything, a power that anyone who has enough time can get. Uh, but, you know, it's Yeah, okay. but he can cool. just do it, all right? You know, don't take anything off of Razorback's yeah. back. Yeah, well, if you touch his back, you'll get ex- <laughs> get electrocuted because he has that spine that's electrocuted. So you can't sneak behind sneak behind his gigantic pig head. Can we just also mention too that US One was a comic book that was based on a license because Marvel was a cash grabbing fool. And anytime anybody said, "Hey, can you make a comic book out of our property?" they said, "Sure." Oh, this is crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and sometimes, sometimes they make it extremely good series, and it's sure. all weird, like with Rom the Space Knight. Yeah, Rom the Space Knight was better issues. than toy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, they did. It really literally good lasted two years longer. Than they the did toy good with GI Joe. They did good with Transformers. Some would say they did decent with with, with Star Wars. Some would yeah. say they're doing really good with Star Wars right now. Yeah, um, they've got a second crack at that nut, and they've been exploiting it with people like greg pock and yeah yeah it's real good um but yeah so after razorback like wrecked the machine which seemed new intended to transform archer's children the uh, the archer's children seemed new took uh she hulk herself prisoner and then he then he was like trying to transform the she hulk into like a female member of his race a she zemu so uh, this is gross. So we can mate with her and father the offspring. Gross. To be fair, um, back then everybody wanted to mate with Jennifer Walters. There's there's not a small. Um, there's a very large population who would also take a crack at that if they were given the opportunity. I I am not denying um, now, any of this at all. Yeah. So it turns out. Oh, the writer man. Okay, the writer of uh David Ayer. Turns out David Ayer was like kind of right whenever he was calling uh comic book people who just comic book uh, nerds just want to have sex with uh jennifer walters it, you know it's i mean it's not untrue i, I, but wanted, also, to, I shut want up. to be angry about that and but, but i have I, I i'm just gonna sit over here in my in my basement yeah it's just like yeah sure but you suck <laughs> <laughs> um but uh but, 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 but yeah but then like u.s archer and walters like they 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 beat him yeah and uh and then, like, he became, like, an unwilling, uh, unwilling part of uh, Ella, 
El Nguyen's uh, collection as like a teddy bear. Well, yeah, that happens. Yeah. 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 So um, in current form, he's 11 foot tall. Uh, he weighs around 1,100 pounds, red eyes, uh, white hair. He can lift at least 80 tons. So he's so he's not a class 100 like Hulk, which is why he can like, you know, bully him a lot. Yeah. Um, so he has really good psionic powers. Um, so he can possess people. He doesn't seem to have mouths, but we now, don't know if he eats. That's how, he. He used to eat off of his mind, or like he would. That was part of what he was doing to people. Is he was becoming stronger by doing his telepathic, telepathic, you know, dominance. But then he internalized his conversion process in the most recent Immortal Hulk. And you were asking if he's got any mouths. Well, his new process is to turn his well stomach plate into a giant mouth, which he then eats people and puts out zombified versions of people. This immortal I mean, Hulk comic is is body horror to the nth level, and it is fantastic. It is real good. I will say it's a little marred by the art by the one of the main artists yes. being anti-Semite. Yes. Um, yes. And you yeah. know, you're completely it's- right on that. And <laughs> the fact that the fact that when all of that came out, they gave him his walking papers even though this was a highly, highly loved series. But they, they said, yeah. we're giving you walking papers, we're going to keep on doing what we're doing, and we're just going to move on. So I yeah, got to give them good. credit for that. And, and I'll give them I'll give credit. And, and but, I, can't, I, I, I know, I can't, you can't put aside the greatness of what's there, because I'm going to give Marvel the credit on this one, because Marvel did the right thing on letting the guy go. So yeah, I'm going to go no. ahead and enjoy what no, was done. It's, it, it's kind of like one of those things like I it's it's hard for it's uh, just like how Warren Ellis stuff is just like completely marred for me, even though he was yeah. one of my favorite writers of all time. But whatever. Um, oh, no, there, there's yeah, a lot of so, that. We can go on that. Yeah, we can go on and on about that. It's weird. It's weird. It's almost like men in power do bad things <laughs> um, a lot of times. Uh, but yeah, he can like control a bunch of people um, yep. like millions simultaneously. He can hypnotize people over like tv broadcasts and like he's yep. and, like he's best at hypnotizing children and for some reason and i feel like Hulk is immune to a lot of people's hypnotic powers because i feel like he's almost completely immune to uh mind control stuff now sometimes it it depends uh in like, this it depends story on the here, writer but in, in this story here they zimnu got through to him zimnu was doing was very powerful and it took a the hulk was fighting it our banner and his multiple hulks were fighting it, but yeah, he, he is a very strong telepath. Yeah, um, he can also like levitate and animate un, uh, unliving objects, and he can create an atmosphere or a tele- transparent sphere of unknown composition around himself and like fly using that. And he's also like real smart. Um, he knows the knowledge of his science of the native world and like genetic engineering, which knowing genetic engineering makes you like one of 50 million in the Marvel universe feels like that's the first thing everyone knows how to do. But, but yeah, um, that's, that's it for him. All uh, right. That was the long one for today. Yep. <laughs> um, so well, and I was just glad that I know this guy just cause I've read him recently in, in most recent appearance and was very impressed with what he was doing in his most recent yeah. appearance. So. so him showing him showing up and the uh, immortal Hulk was like a very big deal. Cause he was literally gone for like mm-hmm. a few decades. Yeah. 
Like, I'm not joking when I say he's barely used, um, but, like, he makes a very big impact, and I feel like uh, they're doing something wrong if they're not releasing plushies of him. Well, apparently he was part of a more recent uh, Build-A-Character, too. One of the Marvel uh, Legends. Yeah, he was part of a... Yeah, yeah, I kind of want that one, but it depends on who the main figures and stuff are. Uh, none of the main figures. Um, I looked. I happened to look it up when you sent that over, and and none of the main figures really sounded that interesting to me. So, yeah, like, I, like I'm, you know, I, I'm I'm the person who, uh, well, okay, God Emperor Doom. Okay, I'm gonna mm, God Emperor Doom. Mm. Mm-hmm. Science of Supreme Hood Arcade. No, I think I would buy these. I think I would buy these. Uh, I don't really like the Red Skull or Lady Strike that much, but Dormammu, Scientist Supreme, and uh, the Hood and Arcade, pretty good. And on top Arcade, of that, I, Arcade's a big one for me on that one. I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, and God Emperor Doom. I mean, that's just it's just Chef Kiss of of uh, a Doom story. Um, but uh, do you have any other thoughts before we go? No, I don't think so. I I. Like I said, a character's made a good impression on me. Um, I've been listening, of course, I'm keeping up with Tighten Up the Defense, which is a good show, but I remember Hub and Corey talking about Zemnu at the beginning of, of their recording of that. So I'm actually fairly familiar with this character. I like him. I think he's an interesting character. I think he's creepy and disturbing and a match for the Hulk, which is nice because they do share the name. So I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, well, uh, what do you have to plug? Well, uh, my, I am still working on unpacking the power of power pack. It's a little podcast I do with my co-host Jeff, who, you know, I know we've been talking about Zemnu being the first person that was called the Hulk, but really my co-host Jeff has been known as the Hulk for a long time. And thanks to the miracle of time travel, he actually predates Zemnu as the Hulk. So. I don't know what to tell you. Anyways, him and I hey, we work on a little so show. Old. Yeah, he's really old. Him and I work on a little show called Unpacking <sighs> the Power of Power Pack, where we talk about all of the comics of the Power Pack and the appearances of the Power Pack characters. And uh, so check us out because we have just started our coverage of Julie Power as a guest star in Runaways. And I also do a little show called Monthly Monday Movie Muckabout, which comes out once a month on the Longbox Network, and I talk to people about movies that they have never seen before. And uh, art has shown up on that movie show. I was going to say movie show, but then I forgot yeah. to say show after yeah. I said movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it was, uh, I am... Yeah, it was it was nice. I finally got to like fill in a gap of a movie that apparently consumed all other media of uh <laughs> which is, you know, it, it's it's like how I tend to only watch the worst of a series before mm-hmm. before I even like know. Like I did that with Gundam. So apparently there's like a lot of good Gundam series, but I watched the one that was racist. Um <laughs> and I was just like I don't want to watch this. What is everyone <laughs> talking about? They had well, two Mexican robots with sombreros in that one. <laughs> well, that'll learn ya. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But maybe don't tell me to watch something without some gui- guidance at all. But, yeah. I, I so need somebody to guide been... me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but, yeah. So, um, I have 
Uh, I do have a podcast uh, called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids in some weird ways. I also have a podcast called... I also have a Twitter and Instagram, which you can go to at Alphabet Flight uh, to see the people who are talking about and interact with me. uh, Or or Jordan. Most likely Jordan, then Jordan will pass it to me, because I don't do social media that good. Um, And... uh, if you want to support me, you can do it monetarily through at alphabet, well, patreon.com slash alphabet flight, which there are links in the description uh, to everything we talked about. And you can also just like share the links or just tell people about this and maybe, you know, tell people that I'm worth listening to. Um, this has been Alphabet Flight and may Contra protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.